Go birthday girl. Best one ever. Here it comes. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another celebrative Easter episode of Ignite Radio Live. Over the five mighty, very mighty, for the almighty stations of Annunciation Radio, not only are you with Greg and Stephanie Schleter, we have five Schleterkins with us. That's right. So uh, tonight what we're doing is barely legal and probably quite dangerous, but we are delighted to have on this wonderful day that we celebrate Stephanie's 49th birthday. Put your hands together. Uh, Five of the six children pray for Anne-Marie. She's still probably recovering from her concussive state of having come into our home and encountered these five wonderful people. I'm kidding. (laughs) It's great to have our whole family together. And uh, tonight we're going to go back to the beginning because it's a very good place to start. Four years ago when we introduced this whole idea of the Live It Gathering Guide. And, right, it sounds so formal, right? Why do we need to create this formality for families to get together and talk and pray, make it organic, and just, you know, it just sort of happens? Well, I hope it does. I hope that our cultures are ones where we're asking meaningful, important, thoughtful questions. I hope that just by the nature, our kids will say, my parents really know me. They really ask good questions, and uh, they're attuned to what I'm all about. And I hope that our kids say, you know, um, I really know what's going on in my parents' life. But the reality is, we're busy. And the world robs us, I think, of a lot of um, relational currency, or we sh- I should say we allow the world to rob us of relational currency. We spend more time in front of these devices, 11 hours a day, in fact, recent studies showed. But how much meaningful time do we spend with parents? So, We want to reintroduce, versus four years ago, the value of this one word, ritual. Ritual got a bad name for whatever reason in the 20th century because, I don't know, communism, fascism, all these isms and the sense of authority. But if you think about it, what makes an athlete excellent, if not a ritual, if not a practice schedule and structure? What makes a student excellent, a ritual? Some sense of protocol, of attending to fundamentals, of expectation. What makes a person who goes to work really excellent? There's some level of ritual in it that makes it excellent. So we want to reintroduce the idea that ritual is a good thing in your home. To once a week minimally, to put that flag in the sand and to spend meaningful time to talk and pray. And we get it. You've heard the Family Road Trip podcast. Go to ilovemyfamily.us. We followed four families for seven weeks who we, we challenged to do this. And they did it every week. And at the first episode, they all talked about the stuff that likely you're thinking right now. Forget it. I'm too busy. Don't want to do it. Whatever reservations you have that stand in the way, they had. And by leaning into it, after those seven weeks and through the duration of those seven weeks, they grew so much closer to each other. They discovered each other. They, uh, I don't know, their home environments became alive. The culture changed. So tonight, we're going to go back to that place, and we're going to do something really awesome. I'm actually, to show you how, quote-unquote, easy this is and fun it is, and I'm saying this in advance, our son, Dominic, the youngest of us, birthday boy from two days ago, 14-year-old, is going to lead us in this Live It gathering. So you get to look forward to that tonight. And you can follow along, actually, if you go to ilovemyfamily.us, you'll see the gathering guide. It's new every week based upon Sunday readings. New every week? It's new every Wow, thanks. Yeah, new every week. So John Paul is going to lead us in a prayer, but before he does... I have a, a question. ...a commercial. Oh, Are you going to cue the I commercial a, with your question? I'm not. Oh. Well... You can work it in there okay. if you 
have the gift to do so. Probably not. No, but I, I don't think mind you being could. awkward. I believe in you. What does live it gathering guide mean or lit group? Like, what's the deal with the? It's like it? a triple entendre, but Tell us. we image the Trinity. Image Trinity. Our ultimate identity. So life is about our identity. Everybody, all of us here, all of you listening right now, every appeal in every advertisement, every commercial is an appeal to our identity. They want to associate their product to our appetite. You are what you eat. It's that simple. In the garden, you are what you eat. They ate of sin. They became sin. We're offered so many identities that are less than the one we really are, the unsurpassed identity of being sons and daughters of God in Jesus Christ. And in our capacity to love, we image the Trinity. Think about that, folks. Like this capacity that God has given us to love one another, especially when we're annoying, or I'm annoying and my kids love me, that's love. Especially when we're aggravating and challenged and difficult and and fatigued and tired and we choose to love, we are literally participating in the life of the Trinity. So live it. Image the Trinity. It's what it's all about. Preach it, live it, love it. We Every time you think of it, we'd be successful if you thought of that's my identity and mission to image the Trinity. So we want to live it. So speaking of get the it? Trinity. Get it? I get, get it. it. I hope I get it. Speaking of Trying the Trinity, is there something going on at Holy Trinity Parish on the eve of the Feast of the Most Blessed Trinity? Which is awesome. So on June 15th, the vigil of the Feast of the Holy Trinity at Holy Trinity Parish, 215. Mark your calendar, free, 215. There's a two-hour mini retreat in the gym, I believe, at Holy Trinity. What's that going to be? It's going to be a two-hour retreat, particularly for families who want to more fully discover God alive in their marriages and families. So again, if you're met with resistance, doubt, fear, awkwardness, that's a good sign that God wants you to go because perhaps the enemy is saying, nah, don't go. We encourage you to go. A lot of awesome families are going to be there, and together we're going to experience this live it gathering that we're going to kind of do tonight. We Schleters are going to do it. So go to ilovemyfamily.us. ilovemyfamily.us. Look at the cool little video at the top. You can listen to the Family Road Trip podcast on the right side. You'll see the one-pager, and you'll see the sign-up button. That's where we want to direct you to. Make us happy. We'll be happy anyways because we're anchored in Christ. But we will be so encouraged and enthused if you listening right now make the commitment now to join us on that Saturday, June 15th, and what follows are seven weeks in your home, your time, your convenience, with all these other families to commit to talking and praying in their homes. And it culminates in the grand finale on July 31st, a Wednesday in Ignite, an awesome Ignite seven weeks later at Holy Trinity 630. So join us in this journey. Which of us don't want to grow closer to our family? Which of us don't want to more fully discover God alive in our nature? So that said, I'm going to cue my boy, literally my boy. I'm going to cue my boy, John Paul, who's going to lead us in a prayer. Let us pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the gift of life, especially on this day, on the occasion of my beautiful mother's life. I thank you for her. I thank you for the gift of who she is in my life, in our family, and in our community. Mm -hmm. Lord, I just ask that by our own lives and by our living you, we would build up a culture of life and a kingdom culture. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Father, Son, Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. So before I cue Dominic, if you go again to ilovemyfamily.us, download this lit gathering, get it in front of you right now, you'll see there's a one-pager 
that guides us. And there's three rules. The first one is love. What does that mean? It means listen with attention. We struggle with that in marriages and families. Listening is as important, if not more important, than the talking. It validates the value of a person. So listen, love. Number two, the environment. Don't set aside all the competition, all the way the enemy wants to rob us of that sacred space. Get the devices off, get the TV off, gather together, light a candle, make it sacred, make it different. Um, you'll find that that's a pretty powerful thing. So number two is environment. Number three is as you look at this gathering guide, you'll notice there's a fun question, there's daily questions, there's a prayer, there's reading the readings and you know questions with that, and there's a challenge. It's pretty much that simple. Make it your own. For instance, if one of your family members gets talking about a really difficult thing in her life that happened today, uh, you talk for three minutes, we're cutting you off. No, let, let the grace continue to flow in that moment. Make it your own. The whole goal is relationship, is letting God's grace come alive in our relationship. So before I hand the baton to number six, numero seis, Dominic, let's just quickly go around those of our audience who don't know each of you, just really quickly, names, age, where you're at in life right now, starting with the eldest. I am the eldest here, not the actual eldest, but I am Joseph. I am 19 years old, and I serve as a missionary at Damascus Catholic Mission Campus in Centerburg, Ohio. CYSC.org or com. CYSC.com. There you go. Find out more. <laughs> or Damascus. Howdy. I am JP. I am 18 years old. I am finishing up my senior year in high school. I'll be going to Hillsdale College in the fall, and I currently serve as a missionary at Chick-fil-A. Come on. <laughs> and in our home <laughs> and wherever it. you go. Absolutely. Catherine. Hello, my name is Catherine. I am a sophomore in high school, not in college. And what else? I'm a girl. Um, <laughs> How old are you? I will be 17. Awesome. And she's back at the piano, learning piano, which is really cool. It's just a small little fun fact. She's going to be the next Taylor Swift. Grazie, not Taylor Swift. I am Please. Grace. Beyonce. I'm 15, and I am finishing my freshman year at the home of school. The end. Awesome. Schleter Academy. She's going to be I the am next uh, your Swift. host, Dominic Schleter. He's going to be the next. <laughs> and uh, I am officially 14 years old as of two days ago. He's going to be the next Kanye. And um, I don't know what else to tell about myself. He's a mad runner. I like drawing uh, square stick figures. He does. He's, He's good at Picasso. it. Impressive. <laughs> One day found in a museum. Lay it on us, Dominic. We now drum roll, hand Come off on, the baton to you this. to lead us in this evening of lit gathering. Okay. So... The best thing to do yes, is to ask, is to have fun, yes. right? Mm -hmm. So we are going to start out. With some fun. Exactly. Good. Not fun, guess. Fun. So uh, we will start out with some uh, fun questions Ooh, like that uh, my brother Yosef made. Yosef McGonaghy. And uh, I will start out asking uh, Joseph, Joseph a question. McGonaghy. <laughs> and uh, that he did not write. He wrote write the other one. ones. I wrote the other ones but in sweat. On a different podcast, this question gets asked, and I think it's a cool one. Okay. If you're athletic. Okay, so Joseph. You question my athleticism? If you could take, or if you, so let's just say, you, you, you get paid 25. Been for this, folks. You get paid $25 million if you make a half, sh or if you make a shot from half court. 
But if you miss all of these shots, you go to jail for 25 years. You have 25 shots. Do you take the shots or do you not? Take the shots. Easy money. I'll get in two tries. Two tries? Maybe one. Okay. I'll do one to keep people in suspense. I'll okay. The second one. And if not, it'll be evangelizing people in so prison. We won't see, okay, so we won't see you in jail anytime soon. No. Let's hope not. I hope not. <laughs> okay. Is this um, an actual offer you're giving me? you have 25 on the line? 25 know. shots, and he's got to make one for 25 mil. And if he misses, how long is he in jail for? 25, 25 years. Wow. Okay. Well, okay. let's well, get this train risk. moving. All right. Did Joseph. Next episode is going to show the results of this. <laughs> Joseph okay. will ask uh, Catherine a question. Amazing. Catherine, um, what is your favorite playground color? Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's deep. Um, sparkly pink. Nice. Sparkly pink. Have you ever seen a sparkly pink I don't playground? Know. I was caught off guard, so I'm not quite sure. It's <laughs> a good question. Okay, creative. Uh, okay, John Paul. What's up? JP. Jam. Howdy. What, in your opinion, is the coolest sneaker logo, and why? Ooh, ooh, that's that's hard. And then I have a follow-up question for the boys well, about this. Actually, I'm going to do a quick plug. Mass Impact's coming out with uh, some new kicks. Uh, some shoes. Are? They're real. They're real fine. I knew I should have put you in charge the big of marketing. G's. <laughs> the big G's. They, they're called the big G's. Interesting. Uh, they've got these sweet like livid designs right yeah, on this the sole. Gregory's really cool. Hey, so I have a qu- how, what's, the, what's the price tag on the these non-profit. bad boys? They're not bad boys. They're good. One twenty-five. One. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's not bad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Without with without mass impact because they're just. They're just too good. We can't we can't involve them in this competition. What You're is disparaging the disparaging cool- mass impact? What is the coolest sneaker logo? And why? I thought I answered. <laughs> that wasn't a, a real answer. I actually like that answer Thank for you. what it's worth. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. Now we gotta get on it. Okay, put okay. A lot of effort okay, into and that. then my second question to you is this I heard about because people Nike is so popular, right? Swish. And people think the swoosh design is so cool, right? Yeah, it's overrated. Okay, I so you might have answered it, but yeah. but do you think <laughs> people like the? I mean, it is a popular logo. People think it's the coolest logo. But do you have think you done a survey? People like it just dominant? because it's popular. Yeah. Okay, wow. you know this is the question. Do you think people like the logo just because it's Nike? Yes, absolutely. Mm. So do you For think sure. if Mass Impact ever gets big, will the logo be cool, or will it be because of Mass Impact? Ooh, Both and philosophical, paradoxical. Okay, next question. All right, do I goes go? to who? All right, praise God. Okay, um, Grace, what is your what is the um, best Jello flavor of all time? Mm. Ooh, I've never had a chocolate Jello, and I've always wanted to try it, and I don't think it exists. Okay, because I like be it. pudding. We're I say go for it. Chocolate, chocolate pudding. Okay, we're moving on. and Arangelo have their You never have know if you're take pudding or jello because you want the chocolate or the pudding, but the texture of the jello. Okay, so, so. it's the chocolate jello that just yeah. makes everything You put good. too much thought into right. this. Okay, uh, I, I, have like that, a, I have a question for Dad that I just came up with in the last uh, 10 seconds. Okay. Would you... Uh, you my finger's by the red blackout okay, so button you're, here. So you're uh, stranded for three days. Would you rather would you rather be stranded in the air for three days? Again, you have nothing to do, nothing Wait, to eat. What does that look like? Give me a visual. It's like in a balloon. <laughs> stranded, I hang in an airplane. Screaming stranded for my life. Stranded in the you make it what you want. You stranded in like the, the air for three days. Like the red bull guy who falls. You say you can make it what you want. You can get a Stranded in the ocean for three days, so water, or stranded uh, in the desert or on land for three days. I'm gonna say definitely not desert. 
Um, Don't hate on the desert. The air, see, a lot of it would be the... Jesus, I'm like thinking the too much about it. I think it would be awesome to be in the air and to survey the vast land below. Oh, for sure. I'm going to go with that. Okay, Mom. As you know, my drone Mom, Mom, love. Mom. Yes, um, um, what is your favorite scent of hand soap? Do you know, I'm kind of digging the... We just got a new one. Is it like a pear and coconut or something? Mm. Together? It's kind of fun. It doesn't sound Combo? good, but it I'd want to eat that. Yeah. Okay. It depends upon the season. So at Christmas time. No, 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 just general. No, no I am your oh, mother, your okay. and it is I'll my birthday. Thank you. So like at Christmas time, like the fun, like cinnamony. Cinnamony. Or pine is fun. Um, so okay. yeah. Yes. Thank you. Okay. And okay. then. Uh, I got one for you, bro. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, let's okay, go. Bear with me. All right, we got a um, a kiddie pool. Okay. You think of a kiddie pool? Yep. And the kiddie pool is oh, filled with, with kittens with sawdust. Sawdust. And okay. you have to eat all the sawdust in and the, the kittens. Pool. And there's or a scorpion the in there. Sawdust. No, 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 just sawdust. Okay. And it tastes the kittens. so. You I have think to we're breaking some of these rules here. <laughs> you have to eat it all, all the sawdust, but you can make it taste like anything in the world mm. to help you eat the sawdust. It'll Ugh. still have the texture of sawdust though, but the taste. Kittens. Will be of whatever you want. So you have to finish this kitty pool full of sawdust. What do you make it taste like to help you get through? Okay. So, you know, you would be thinking that I'm a generic 14-year-old boy who... Uh, no, who, no one's thinking that at this point. Would never who, think that. Uh, just likes candy and junk food and stuff. But I'm challenging the status right. quo. So, I think mm-hmm. recently, in the past five months... You sound like you're a professor. <laughs> Give me peanut, a butter, peanut butter has been my jam. Peanut butter is so good. Wait, yeah. peanut butter is... I, that is a great marketing phrase. Okay. Peanut butter is my okay. jam. What is the second... What is the rule yeah, about talking? Can we go over this? Sorry, Dominic. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so peanut butter... I just thought of this as I was saying peanut butter. Peanut butter is so good, so I was going to say peanut butter, but then I realized if it was a pool full of sawdust... You can't really have more than a few spoonfuls of peanut butter True. without water or anything. But it just tastes like it. It isn't actually it. watered down. But you'd have to eat the full pool. Like think of jelly beans. It wouldn't be the consistency Let him of peanut Let him butter. Okay. Um, you know, because if it was like ice cream, then that would be like too much. You're overthinking right? this. Just what, what's your what's your top answer? Go to. So you're basically asking if I could choose anything to eat, what would it be? Not necessarily, because there are layers of the question, but you can you can take it for that layer. Um, like I think hash browns would be great because they have like a similar texture to sawdust. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're not too far. Let's off. see. I think that's. I, I I don't know honestly. We'll just we'll go stick with, with peanut, peanut butter. butter. All right, peanut butter, amazing. So, so folks, you are ID. Go ahead. So I was just gonna say, still with Annunciation Radio, and. We are the Schleter family. It Whoa. is Ignite Radio Live. Mm-hmm. And those were some, you know, interesting, awesome Wait, questions. how many Mighty Stations? Five Mighty Five. for the Almighty Stations. Doing the Live It Gathering Guide, I Love My Family.us. And the first part, just to get your family going, is asking fun questions like that and encouraging each other to share. And you try to keep them focused. We did pretty well for here. Every Sometimes there's a lot of competition. Mass Impact, we will give you. Ten random this questions. Child. We will. <laughs> yeah. Like so there, there are two idea. pages worth of just fun some questions. Fun questions. Or you um, can just Google fun questions, and that works too. <laughs> that's true. If you go through, but all they're the right ones. there on the list. So Thank you. Download the whole thing. And <laughs> Back it's right to there. Dominic. Okay. Here. So um, my, I, this is all universe. just kind of like without thinking. So you know, we usually do victories and challenges first, right? 
Right. Sure. Right. But I don't want to be a normal kid, right? Mm. Come on. Right. Like, like, no one at this point listening thinks so, you're a normal uh, kid. So we're <laughs> going to go way. with affirmations first. Ooh. And uh, I'm going to pick someone random, and Catherine came to my mind first. So who do you affirm, despite you not wanting to do this? Um, D- pause. You mean in family or anybody? That's up to for her to decide. Okay, anybody so, you want to affirm. Okay, well... I affirm my mother because it's her birthday, but not just because mm-hmm. it's her birthday, but she's just like a saintly woman, and I I got lucked out with the mom and the mom business. I got a good one. I got the pot. Rent a okay. Mom. Also, uh, new pot role. <laughs> new role. You cannot. I got the potluck. <laughs> new role. Well, Jackpot, maybe. <laughs> I got the potluck. Okay, guys, guys, guys. Sweet, a new role. New role. Yes. You cannot affirm the same person because usually, if you do this, this is for us. This is for us, not good. necessarily for your group. But people affirm their mom like five hundred times. Well so, deserved. So uh, th- think about it. You know, you're in a group of eight, like our family, and mom usually gets two or three uh, affirmations, and you could be using those two two ones that go to mom, giving them to other people and making them feel good about themselves, whereas mom doesn't need that two extra affirmations. So that's true. And this is coming from the kid who used to count how many he'd get. He yeah, was, and uh, I and I was pretty good. It. Nice was, job, D. I was in the upper ninety percent every time. Okay, Joseph, you're you're next. I get to, want to, am excited to affirm the one and only Dominic Schleter. Oh, Mm. who's that? He's this really not normal kid I know who I love dearly and I am very inspired by his his drive and his energy and his consistency and his, the way that he is pursuing growth and not staying Mm. stagnant or um or superficial, but pursuing growth on all levels, on spiritual and physical and nutritional and <laughs> everything in between. And he's very inspiring, and I love him a lot. Here, here. Wow, so raise, nice. Raise a glass or my Gatorade. Okay, um, um, I didn't think about my answer at all because I'm just so attuned to you guys listening like everybody should be to the person who's talking. Amen. So I haven't even thought about mine. So I affirm, um, I affirm my dad. We'll equal the parent situation out so each one feels good about themselves. <laughs> I for my dad because, you know, it's always fun talking with him on bike rides or mm-hmm. he biked me last Monday on an eight-mile run and that was that was Subtle quite flex. fun. So uh, having good conversations and not just uh, saying hi and good night every day. Thanks, Dominic. That's cute. That's touching. That's meaningful. So I'm assuming at this point you want us to kind of go around and you handed the baton to me. But that's cool because I actually had in my heart right away to affirm my beautiful youngest daughter, living Therese is in heaven, but youngest daughter living Grace, Rachel. And those of you who've ever met Grace know that she is extraordinarily selfless and full of exuberance and delight and um so if you have a large gathering, by the way, I may be getting her some business, but she never gets paid for this. She does it out of love. She loves little kids. She loves adults. She loves little kids, though, and she's like the Pied Piperess of, of little kiddom. 
And uh, that selflessness just, I think, is just a sign, I think, of Jesus and how the little kids just gathered around him and they delighted to be around him. And Grace has that spark of God's grace alive in her. Get it? God's grace alive in her that draws them to her. And she brings our family and me in particular as your dad a lot of delight and joy. I love you, Grace. Thank you. It's my turn. All right. I would like to affirm my brother. John Paul. <laughs> Joseph looks disappointed. <laughs> because he is an amazing role model for everyone who knows him and doesn't know him. And he is incredibly strong in his faith and also one of the wisest, mm-hmm. wisest, how you say that? Wiser people who lives on this earth. Yeah, that. Mm. Thank you. I love you a lot. Jeep. Is Kate going or am I going? John Paul. Kate went. Awesome. Cool. Um, I would like to affirm the one and only Robert Kelly. Oh, you took mine. I took it. Um, he's a real one. I love, I love him to death. He's a real brother. Um, and I'd also like to affirm, just in light of all of the amazing pro-life legislation Mm. happening in this country, just all those fighters for the pro-life movement, Mm. those legislators, those lobbyists. Um, our very pro-life president. Very pro-life president. And Shout out Donald Trump. In the intercession for Kate Kelly, that her soul be received into eternal life, and also her and the army of saints praying wherever, hope, purgatory and into eternal life, praying these souls hopefully into life. Amen. And I, not because she affirmed me, but I would like to affirm Catherine, who despite different health issues and joint issues and stomach issues and just issues, I guess, um, she is training to run an 8k oh, an 8k is five miles if you were wondering and uh just just her perseverance <laughs> and her um it's five uh just delight in doing it and she has a very special friend who has been helping her and so i affirm mrs curry also just for her love and dedication and presence to Catherine on that mm-hmm. journey there Back you have to it you, D. uh didn't I affirm somebody? No, yes. you did. I'm just saying the next oh, part. Uh, so we've baby. done the fun family fun questions, and there's also what we call daily questions, which there's five questions there. And uh, Dominic identified okay. a few of them. Uh, the next uh, segment <laughs> is uh, victories. We're in the one segment of questions, but victories. And I will uh, go not first because I have to think <laughs> for this one because uh, it's an important one. So... Uh, Without further ado, I will go to my father because he's good with the not. Oh, so there's victories and challenges, and I would maybe just take some license, young son, leading this and combine them both. So a challenge, I will say, for me, has been really committing myself to discipline in the digital realm. And I'm not talking content, thanks be to God. Um, I'm talking about knowing when to turn the dang thing off. And knowing that fine line between I think it's business-oriented, and it always could be in the nature of my work, but knowing when it's robbing and stealing, and very often it is doing that. It is robbing and it's stealing. And through the Exodus 90 and the brothers united with me in doing that, I became mindful 
There's this great thing called mindfulness. If you check it out, a lot of good books being written about this. But to even think, why am I picking this thing up? What do I hope to get out of it? And after, did it really accomplish that? And uh, to be aware of the ways in which it's pulling at me or tugging at me and instead saying, Jesus Christ, you are Lord, not this thing. I'm not going to respond to its invisible call on my dopamine hit world. So I will say that um, the victory has been substantial ground covered in that and awareness of it. And I'm going to do it, give a shout out to the brothers with Exodus 90 and many other men who right now we're going to be inviting to a new season of three months, not as rigorous as Exodus 90, but uh, we're going to take up five areas. I'm not going to go into it now, but just if you are a man, young man, man, older man, interested in three months of tremendous growth and you want to do it together with brothers, shoot me a note at a lot. 90 days or three months? Well, three three months months could be more or less. That's true. We're going to go through. But uh, three months, and a number of us men are inviting you to join us for three months of growth and grace. Alive at massimpact.us. It'll begin June. Let me know your thoughts. Wow. So amazing. Without further ado, my sister Grace is going to go. By the way, you should see their faces when I ask them because they're not prepared for this, which is the best way to do it. Um, are we doing victories and challenges? Uh, you can or, do either one. I kind of turned it into you that. Can, you can you do victories and challenges or start with victory. All right. Um, a victory for me is has been remembering to pray more throughout the day. And a challenge has been struggling to remain joyful and above the things that try to make me not. Good, honest awesome. answer. Huge affirmations. Was that a Props. victory and challenge? Mm-hmm. Hello. A victory wow. for me has been training. Training for my 8K, which Five has miles. been challenging, but um, <laughs> very um, rewarding and pushed me a lot in a good way. And a challenge has been um, doing that, I guess, waking up really early to run and sticking with it and everything. So, yeah. Awesome. Kudos. A victory for me has been coming up with, there's just a lot of, of fun, creative um, dreams that the Lord's placed on my heart and partnering with other people. Um, and it's just been fun dreaming with the Lord about them and talking with others about them. And it's been like a week where there's, it's been cool how these different things have kind of come up. Um, opportunities for um, just to talk and dream and, and see what the Lord has in, in the future for different things. And, and um, yeah, opportunities and such, which is really cool and fun. And a challenge is, um, a challenge is is that I've been praying through lately is just trust, Um, very like real trust and control. Um, And in this place that the Lord has me of of being a missionary, it's just a lot of of trust and a lot of letting go of control and um, what I may want to happen when I may want it to happen. Um, and that's, I've never had to deal with it in the way I am right now. And it's tough and it's really good because it's forcing me to rely on, on what I can't see, but who my God is in the midst of that. So just for the benefit of our audience, thanks for that, Joseph. And 
hopefully our audience, we're praying together. And the benefit of this is we hear each other's victories and challenges, and we pray for one another, and we're more merciful to one another. But just for our audience, Joseph is a very gifted worship leader in particular, musician. What a As guy. a family, we definitely uh, are a family of musicians and love worship and secular music also that's not, uh, if you will, that glor- doesn't isn't against God and hopefully glorifies God. And uh, so Joseph's been on some big stages and small stages and really does it for the glory of God. And certainly Damascus helps him do that. So when he speaks of these ideas, at least some of them have to do with this area of particularly Catholic worship, uplifting Catholic worship, at least some that he shared with me. So a little bit of a coloration. Um, I haven't really thought much about mine, but a victory would uh, probably be... So many things come to my head, so I'll do a few, because I'm a deep guy. Uh, starting to finish school and uh, having well, arguably the best school year of my life. Um, having a good track season, but not necessarily the one I would want to have, whether it be races or training and learning how to get through that. And um, what else? Let's see. A lot of other stuff. Um, Those are some good options yeah. there, buddy. And then a challenge would be a victory. Another victory would be, you know, sticking with the goals and the challenges I have put for myself. Um, but a challenge would probably be the first thing that comes to my mind is when I pray, not just praying to get through it and feeling good about myself afterwards, but actually having good and meaningful prayer, which is rare. Because it's good to set a goal of praying for yourself, but it's not. it doesn't really matter if you're not actually intentionally praying. That's awesome. Awesome. Mother? Oh. Go ahead. Okay. So we are blessed to have all six of our children home for just a couple weeks. Um, so that's not the victory. <laughs> it's a <laughs> it blessing. Might it might be. No, that's the blessing. But... um. So trying to balance embracing the gift that that is with all of the things that need to be done, um, just normal life stuff, but also things in preparation um, for their departure for CYSC and such, and just lots of those little things that can be overwhelming into big things if one lets them. So um, just really... The prayer to embrace it for what the Lord desires it to be. Um, and a victory would be uh, post-Lent, just really still trying to live out many of the blessings um, and, and good habits, mm. if you will, uh, that were gifted to me this Lent. Really good one. John Paul. Um, I would say victory has been, just had more focus with things in life um, and more purpose. And I think that's come from overcoming challenges in prayer. Um, so, like, just at times when just prayer is difficult, you just have no <laughs> desire to pray, but just pushing through it mm-hmm. and realizing, like, just like the what the Lord says in Scripture, just like to his apostles, like, you can't stay with me for just one hour. It's like, I can stay for at least 30 minutes. God, I got you. Um so just pushing through different obstacles in prayer, and I think that's led to that focus and purpose-driven life. Here you go, D. So as Round the horn. Everybody, that is. Um, You're doing our, awesome. Uh, last question. 
that we will ask now is something new. This is always a fun one. I'll go first. Something new is, for me, is uh, it's finally starting to warm up after these past couple of gloomy days. Um, That's new. Also, I'm reading a quite incredible book that I got for my birthday called The Passion Paradox that everybody should read. What's it about? Who are the authors, or who's the author? Steve Magnus and Brad Stahlberg, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. And uh, I won't go into too many details because it is quite remarkable. Why is there, if you could just say a word, like what what is it contributing to you so far? What's a prominent theme? Okay. (laughs) What's the name of it again? The Passion Paradox. The Passion Paradox. Awesome. We shall. Who do you want to sign next? How do you want us to go about Uh, this? In a circle, so Joseph. All right, something new going on in my life. I'm home. I get to be with my family for this short but special time and get to see people and meet people and um, just all the fun things that take place before heading off back to Damascus to get ready for CYSE, where um, it's going to be a party. So it's new being home and, and all the fun things going on in family life. Nice. Something new for me is just starting to enter into the schedule of my summer. Um, what summer? Just the order. I don't even know, man. Hopefully it's coming soon. Um, so, yeah, just that. That's new, and I'm excited for that. Something new for me is that something new for me is that I am pretty much done with school, which is really exciting. So. Great. Grazia. Plena. You stole mine, Catherine. Something new for me is that I'm almost done with school, and I have three math tests left, and then I'll be done, which is exciting. So So I'm going to be a little philosophical. Uh, Two weeks ago, with our gathering of couples who were at our marriage mission retreat, so we had a marriage mission retreat with eight different couples together for three days, and we are more fully discovering the kingdom alive personally and in our marriages, and in our family, and in the world. And in part of each section, we call them evaluatives. There are questions that we rated ourselves in. And we found ourselves, if you will, in a scale of 0 to 10, 10 being perfect. Maybe most of us found ourselves in like a 5 or a 6, if we were really honest. And that's not a beat-us-up thing. It's a build-us-up thing. It's like that's all, all the more because of God's grace and mercy and love that he wants to bring us to. So we inherited, experienced that delight together as married couples of what God wants to do, is already doing, and can do. So this is the kind of new thing that is a witness to me. A month passed, and we began now. We're into now seven consecutive weeks with these couples of continuing to grow. And Bob Schutz is guiding us, if you will, with this unveiled series. We're listening to his unveiled series with attentiveness to these areas. So this is simply it. To hear these couples give beautiful testimony to tremendous, and I'm not over-speaking. It sounds like I'm being superlative and, you know, kind of just easily going, using that language because it's there, but truly, superlatively, tremendous grace being poured out in their marriages and families um, as a result of making commitments in their homes to talk and pray, to be attentive to things they were not attentive to before, is a new thing to me in that I know I can take my fives and six 
to uh, 8, 9, and 10, because Christ died on a cross and poured forth his grace to provide for it. So I'm excited about every context that we have and those who are willing to say, I want more than just a moment. I want a movement. I want more than just another program. I want a way of life. I want a journey with some people who are committed in specific ways to growing. That is just so amazing and emerging with great power in the last few months in particular. So something new is... I'm a new number, 49. It's my Yay. new number name. 49. Um, magic and where was I going with that? That's Those three, not 49, by yeah, the way. Yes, but that's still fun. Thank you. Um, so kind of piggybacking a bit on what Greg just said. Um, I shared this story with these married couples. Uh, so sometimes when we share something new, Quite often, it's a it's something that someone read or heard, or um, a new insight or something like that. Too, it doesn't just have to be some you know fun new thing going on. So it can be either one. But um, it was actually on um, Annunciation Radio and Mass a week ago or so, where the priest was giving a homily, and in it he had mentioned um, the wonderful and saintly Cardinal O'Connor, mm-hmm. who was the founder of the Sisters of Life and just a real stalwart witness and voice in our church at a time of um, great distress in Mm -hmm. regards to orthodoxy and uh, other things. So he was telling the story about when he was ordained in Rome as a bishop, and he noticed as he was coming um, or exiting or whatever, the recessional parts of this of the mass and he saw this little woman who was kind of pinned up against the wall in the um some part of St. Peter's but caught caught his eye and it was actually Mother Teresa and so Mother Teresa at that time would have had no idea who this wonderful cardinal would become or who he was at that so time. So he just a priest at that time? He was, was he... being ordained a bishop. Okay. And um so he recognized her, of course, and so just felt very drawn to come over to her. And um, so as he did that, Mother Teresa, who was really trying not to be seen, um, obviously the Lord put on her heart something to share with the future Cardinal O'Connor. And they were simple words spoken with great love in her known piercing look of that love. And all that she said to him was, give God permission and mm, give and, God permission. Yes, give God permission. And so, I don't know, just sharing that with these couples that we're journeying with right now, but it applies to each and every follower of Christ, right? That that's all God desires, right? Is an openness to what he desires to do in and through us. And, you know, Cardinal O'Connor gave great evidence of being true to her words and all that the Lord did you know, through him. So beautiful. our listeners, whoever needs to hear that That's right, right now, give God permission. Whatever and, struggle, whatever you're dealing with, you hear this again and again, but maybe now is an ordained, appointed moment. And don't just take it because Stephanie's speaking it. Maybe God, it's from God's heart to your ears, to your heart. Give him permission right now. Back to you, D. Without further ado, we will read the gospel of the Lord. Proclaim the gospel uh, of the Lord. From... Uh, my sister Catherine. So, the gospel according to John. Glory, Glory to you, to you Lord. O Lord. 
When Judas had left them, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and God will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little while longer. I give you a new commandment. Love one another as I have loved you, so you also should love one another. This is how all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Uh, Dad, you know what the thing is. <laughs> what struck you, challenged you, inspired you? What questions did it raise? Well, speaking of that, I, I don't have a, the Gospel in front of me, so I was like, well, I don't know how I'm going to say anything. But the one thing that struck out to me was uh, uh, love one another as I have loved you. Just what mm. marvelous love, of course, we know that Jesus has loved us. And that we're not just, you know, when we hear that, we shouldn't just think of the easy people like our family, even though mm. that sometimes could be hard. Mm-hmm. But the our enemies, so-called enemies, the people that are hard to love, that we need to love them just as Jesus loves us. Awesome, D. And the encouragement role of the guide. Encourage any of you. What are your thoughts? What struck you, challenged you, inspired you? What questions did it raise? Um, was that before or after the Passion? Before. before. So it was like at the Last Supper? Okay. I was just wondering. Yes, when Judas had left them. Was the Last Supper technically a Mass or no? Yes, it was the, very first, it was the mass. first Mass. Yep. So while you guys are gathering your thoughts on this, we're always blessed in doing these lit groups, multiple forms. One was yesterday, Gathering of Men, and that was the context that we prayed about this next season of three months of brothers who want to share in some fundamental commitments. And again, contact me if you're interested, June, July, August. Send me a note, alive at massimpact.us. We're really looking forward to it. Anyway, so we shared that last night, read the reading, and discussed it. Um, What struck me is, first and foremost, the word love. Start there. And glorified, by the way, is mentioned, I think, at least five times in there. It's prominent in there. Obviously, it must matter. Joseph might have some thoughts on that. But love. Today, the word love is associated, it's trivialized, it's basically whatever one subjectively desires. It's an emotion, it's a feeling, it's reduced to that in this culture today, to the point of even becoming a quote-unquote right that by government sanction, we should pay for and we should you know, allow to happen. Ironically, that leads to anything but what God desires love to lead to. It leads to denigration of self and other. It leads to a lot of sadness. So the modern sense of love, again, uh, has been reduced to just what I desire. But Jesus connects it with the word disciple, that there's a discipline, there is a contour to the road, that this love which is a vitality, yes, a delight, a joy. Yes, all of those things God desires our experiences of, but the core is to do God's commandments, to follow what he asks us to do. Indeed, how exciting must it be, as we're going to read in the readings next week, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You know, to die is the greatest hallmark of what love is. Hardly a positive, warm, fuzzy feeling. It's not going to be driven and not hang on the hook of waiting for that great emotion or that great height of the crescendo of a song. No, we're talking Gethsemane. And Christ, I think, and all of us, 
what stands out to the world around us is, I think, those who will persevere in doing the good, what God calls us to do, regardless of whether it feels good. And I just, I shared with the brothers last night, um, some of you have may had a circumstance like this in your life. And for me, there were once or twice surprise when I was a kid, or maybe I was just a jerk on the playground, playing a game or whatever. And uh, I felt really bad. But what was unique is the person who I was a jerk to, instead of responding in a negative way in kind, was merciful, was magnanimous, was kind, and it was such a strength that showed me a transcendent power. Anybody else would have reacted, would have been angry, would have sworn at me, but it was those people, the few instances, where they exhibited a tolerance, a love, a kindness. They didn't justify what I did. I knew what I did was wrong or said whatever was wrong, but because they responded to me, dare I say, like Christ, it had a power that stuck with me and made me aware that this is the power of the cross and the power to transform marriages, the power to transform our families. Ellis von Hildebrand's letter to young brides, if you will, is along these lines that she says to them, you know, you know, exhibit this kind of love of Christ to them in its transformative. Stephen Covey's book where they speak about the son, Sean Covey, that they're struggling with when he was a kid and they recognize, you know, it's could trying to change him. Maybe it's the way we're looking at him and a loss of, of kindness and love towards him, the way we're thinking about him. They changed the way they thought about him. And instead of having negative thoughts, they really had the heart of Christ for him, and it was transformative. So love has a road, and we should follow it because Christ revealed it in his own life and his nature, and it is transformative. Wow. I was struck by the end of this, um, kind of what we're, most people have been focusing on. This is how I will know you're my disciples if you have love for one another. And lately, I, over the last probably two months or so, I've just been so convicted by this, this reality of when people see me, do they see Jesus? Like when I, the way I love, the way I live, the way I act, do they actually see Jesus or do I just look like the rest of the world? Because when Jesus went somewhere and he talked, like people were captivated and they knew something was special. And if we're called to live out Jesus, if we have his spirit living inside of us, then there's no less of a calling for us. And I think it's so easy to go through. The other thing that was kind of tying into this was all about, you know, I was talking about God being glorified and all these things. And it made me think of, I think it's St. Irenaeus who said the glory of God is man fully alive. Um, And how many of us actually live a life that's fully alive? Or how many of us just kind of day to day kind of go through the motions and, and, and kind of just do our own thing and, 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 and yeah, not live a life that's actually fully alive. And I think that, that it's a call to us that, you know, when we wake up, when we go to bed at night, you know, were we Jesus to people? Like, did we live that call to love? If we walked into a store or if we walked into a school or if we walked into a church, would people know there's something different about us? Like, we carry the love or are we just like the next person who just came through? And I think that's super, like, that's a challenge for me. Like when I, I was just at a concert yesterday and it was, I was thinking like after it, I was like, would people have like known that I was a Christian by the way I loved? Or did I miss opportunities to show people who Jesus is and to show him like that full life that's ahead? And I think it's just a challenge that at least convicts me. And I think it's, it's good for us to be aware of. Good word. Challenging word. Something that struck out to me was just all the talk about God being glorified in Jesus and like, I think it would be fair to say that uh, he's referring to his crucifixion where 
um, Christ dies for us and he makes all things new. And I was just reading, um, was looking, taking a look at the second reading as well. And it ends with how the one who sat on the throne said, behold, I make all things new. And just how like to God, the cross was his throne and how like we imitate in that and take part in the Lord's redemptive work by our sufferings and how we can bring glory to the Lord. And I, I know the testimony of so many people, and I've been impacted by the testimony of many people who just glorify the Lord in their sufferings. Um, and so just speaking to anyone who is currently going through something, whether it be emotional or physical or relational, whatever it may be, just how uniting that to the Lord and like being the body of Christ on the cross and at the altar of sacrifice, just the impact that that make that has made in my life and makes in so many others. Okay. Uh, I think that's everybody. But our final question or questions of the night. I actually have something to say, but go ahead. Will uh, be, will be, what is one area you would like to grow in in the next, I was going to say five months, but we're in month five of the year, May. So... In the next year, so in the next seven months, what is one area you would like to grow in? And then this is optional. Second part, what is what is one thing that you are doing now that you would like to give up in the next seven months? Bad habit. Mm. Can I go first? Yes. May I start young lad? And I'll tie it in to what I wanted to say. Just the, the whole thought of um, Dominic, you reminded us that this was at the Last Supper And so, you know, you picture anybody, but let alone Jesus Christ, Son of God himself. If you know you're going to die soon and you are with those that you love the most and are closest to, what you have to say is so important, right? It's very deliberate. It's very intentional. It's important stuff going on. And so just that whole focus, you know, John Paul, you had talked about, you know, um, glorifying and glorified and you know that totally points to the cross and obviously that's what he was speaking of too in his the greatest form of love right so I guess for me an area that I would like to grow in that comes out of this gospel is to love more intentionally and authentically and um, to pray to have God's heart for those that I may struggle with the most. Amen. Dad? I like moms. I picked these three um, with Exodus 90, and I just want to stay the course, just to echo what you said, Steph. Number one, to have the heart of Christ all the more fully in my depths, in my depths, in that those deepest recesses of my affections and my appetites. Number two, to be um, all the more know my role and live it in in uh, ministering to you, my spouse, and my family in a way of Christ. And thirdly, of course, mass impact, that it is truly from the heart of Christ and an occasion to help all other families do the same. So in the midst of all that is, as we speak of victories and challenges, and Dominic rightly asking us what are we going after and what do we want to give up, I think um, the blessing of the ascetics, the sacrifices of fasting, um, cold showers once in a while, uh, certainly prayer every single morning. Um, those are things that I find to be very life-giving, not just checklist uh, things, but they're things that allow me to be less fragmented and more whole. So to give up lesser things like devices and all that. 
And I'd like to give up just any um, sense of negativity, and whether it's in my speech or attitude or whatever. Uh, Grace. Um, at the end of the year, probably just, well, that's the end of the year, seeing myself more seeking out silence and dedicated prayer and being more bold when it comes to Jesus. Catherine? Um, I would like to grow in my prayer life. Short and sweet? I want to get better at scheduling things and, like, making daily to-do lists and tasks and finishing is something I've started recently and it's been really productive and I want that to be a staple in my life and I want to give up um, just time not spent well whether that be devices or um, procrastinating or whatever it may be. Uh, John Paul. I want to get better at loving people just period Um, and I'm going to copy Joseph and saying just giving up unnecessary time that could be spent in better ways uh mine is using my time to the best of its ability realizing that hey i just used this hour so badly and i could have been doing this so it's both uh i would like to do this in the next seven months and give up this in the next seven months so my time using it more wisely and getting rid of the junk even if it's not a huge deal getting rid of it and using it for good and being productive and that's everybody, I believe. So, folks, we're about ready to uh, land this awesome plane, Ignite Radio Live, Tuesday nights and on Saturdays. Um, you get the encore at uh, 2 p.m., but you don't have to wait. You can go to Ignite Radio Live. Here's some awesome episodes of wonderful couples sharing their very fun and inspiring journeys are, are some of the programs we've had, people you know in this region, and uh, a lot of interviews. If you go back, we've been at this now for over two years, and so some really wonderful programs. If you're looking for people trying to keep it real, and uh, even us, if you will perhaps example, we don't have background in radio. We're just trying to share and share hearts in this journey. Um, with the midst of our mess, without which we wouldn't need the Messiah. And we're giving you permission to do the same, to see God's design of the mess. He entered Bethlehem. He went to Egypt. He was on the cross. He entered the mess, our mess, to show us that we're radically reliant on the Messiah. Join us in closing here as we uh, prayer, as we look to this summer and are hopefully spending more meaningful time with our families. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear Lord Jesus, you fashioned us in your image and the capacity to love, to literally participate in your eternal trinity of persons. Pour forth your grace, heart, mind, body, and soul, your healing, your transforming grace to the full and overflow. For your glory through Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen.